It's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. Standing in for Trevor Hall, I'm Paul Harris. Today is Thursday, November the 2nd. After running up and over $2,000 per ounce overnight and early into the COMEX trading session, gold was hammered lower Wednesday, down nearly $7 from Tuesday before closing at $1,987 per ounce. The Mining Stock Journal pointed out that gold ran over $2,000 about 45 minutes into the New York Stock Exchange trading, but suddenly reversed and did a $22 cliff dive before recovering. The only explanation is that the Fed could not let the gold price rise ahead of what turned out to be a very dovish FOMC policy statement and an even more more dovish post-FOMC presser with Jay Powell. The question begs as to why the FOMC policy release caused stocks to rip higher, but not the precious metal sector. Silver followed the same price path as gold, but with wider price swings. After hitting $23.14 per ounce, silver was smashed down hard to as low as $22.65, but interestingly managed a sharp bounce that enabled poor man's gold to settle the afternoon session above $23 at $23.05. The mining stocks were once again lower, but managed to close well off the lows. The next issue of the Mining Stock Journal will be released this afternoon and will contain updates on several extraordinarily undervalued junior mining stocks as well as an opinion on Arizona metals. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of the Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive £11 billion of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the New York Stock Exchange American under WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Serrado Gold announced a feasibility study for its Monte do Carmo open pit and underground gold project in Tocantins, Brazil, to produce just under 95,000 ounces a year of gold from nine years from a cyanide lead circuit at an average all-in sustaining cost of 711 US dollars per ounce. The project will yield an after-tax net present value of 401.4 million US dollars at a 5% discount rate and an internal rate of return of 34% with a 2.2-year payback following a $186.6 million initial capital expenditure. Monte de Carmo hosts proven and probable reserves of 16.8 million tonnes, grading 1.66 grams per tonne for gold, for 895,000 ounces contained in the Serra Alta deposit and the Gogo de Onsa satellite deposit. The company said it is on track to receive a construction permit by year-end, and is progressing fine project financing with an aim to make a fully financed construction decision in the June quarter of next year. Serrado Gold trades on the TSXV under CERT and on the OTCQX under CRDOF. Regency Silver says that hole 21 intersected 5.34 
Grounds baton gold over 54.6 metres and included a sub-interval of 38 metres grading 7.36 grams per tonne in a 65 metre step-out hole from its original discovery hole. Other holes reported today included 13.3 metres grading 2.23 grams per tonne gold and 9.95 metres at 1.6 grams per tonne. The 2023 campaigns consisted of over 6,000 metres of drilling in 10 holes. Most of those holes targeted the lower Dios Padre breccia zone and intersected mineralisation and confirmed the breccia zone has a strike of at least 180 metres and a depth extent of at least 150 metres. It remains open along strike, up depth and at depth. Regency Silver trades on the TSXV under RSMX and on the OTCQB under RSMXF. Cabral Gold announced drill results from its first eight RC holes from the Central Gold Deposit that are part of the ongoing drill programme currently conducted at both the Central and MG Gold Deposits within the QEQE Gold District in northern Brazil. A lot of news from Brazil today. Notable drill intercepts from the initial eight RC holes testing the Central Gold in Oxide Blanket and Basement Saprolite include 357 which returned 16 metres at 5.2 grams per tonne gold from 7 metres depth in saprolite, which included 3 metres, grading 23.9 grams per tonne. The current drill programme is ongoing. A total of 55 RC holes and 9 shallower power auger holes have been completed to date. Assay results are pending on 12 RC holes and 9 power auger holes drilled at MG and 29 RC holes drilled at Central. Cabral Gold trades on the TSXV under CBR and on the OTC pink sheets under CBGZF. Kingfisher Metals says it has completed diamond drilling at the Highway 37 project in the Golden Triangle with over 2,000 metres drilled in six holes. The drill programme was focused on three target areas, the Cliff Porphyry, the Mary Root Zone and the Mary Southern Stepout. Drill core is currently being assayed and results will be released once available. Kingfisher Metals trades on the TSXB under KFT and on the OTCQB under KGFMF. Gold Royalty entered into an agreement to acquire a portfolio of 22 royalties in Quebec from Soquim, Société Québécoise d'Exploration Minera, which is a subsidiary of Invertissimo Quebec, for $1 million Canadian in stock. The portfolio covers over 65,000 hectares and is primarily focused on gold, including projects operated by Cisco Mining, IAM Gold and Probe Gold. The company also obtained the rights to receive a milestone payment of 1 million Canadian once Probe Gold's D2 project publishes a PEA. So Quim will be entitled to a 50% of any buyback proceeds received from the portfolio in the future. Gold Royalty trades on the NICE American under GROY. Goldshore Resources announced a non-brokered private placement to raise 3.75 million Canadian dollars at 10 cents per unit, with each unit consisting of a common share and a three-year warrant exercisable at 13 cents. Proceeds will be used to continue to advance the Moscow project in Ontario through development of a new resource model and a new mineral resource estimate, while continuing the engineering and metallurgical studies on various leach methodologies as part of a PEA. Goldshore also engaged with a strategic natural resource private capital group, which will take $3 million of that private placement. Goldshore Resources trades on the TSXV under GSHR and on the OTCQB under GSHRF. 
That's it for today. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great weekend, everybody. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.